Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. It's good to have you here. My name is Marcus, and I've got Jim with me. Hello, Pete. Hello, and Luke. All right. Uh, obviously, on the weekend we had the uh, terrible news that um, Gary Speed passed away. Uh, awful stuff for a man of forty-two to lose his life. Yeah, I mean, it, it's so unbelievable, and we're sort of used to hearing uh, overreaction and uh, overstating things all the time. But I mean, this is about as horrendous as it could mm-hmm. possibly get for uh, family. Um, that, that, that loved him so much and you know it's just one of those things where for me waking up and just sort of it's that sort of five minute window where you sort of going yeah. I've misread something here there's something yeah, absolutely, there's something not yeah. quite right and f- I mean for me it was like personally he's up there he's easily in my top he's a Premier League top, right. top ten Newcastle players certainly yeah. he, was, he was with us for like I think he played like 230 240 matches for Newcastle but he's up there with like Rob Lee and Peter Beasley and you know he's such a hard working footballer and never Sold anyone out? Just a, a gentleman. Well, by all accounts, a great, a great man as well. Not, mm. not just a, not just a great footballer yeah. and, a, and a dedicated professional who got hundreds and hundreds of appearances under his belt. Um, he was a, he was a guy who, by all accounts, to everyone who knew him, was 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 a top top person and, mm. and, a, and a, lovely, a lovely guy to be around. And no one had a bad word to say about him. That's what comes through from from all of the, of the things we're seeing that uh, that he was a, just a guy respected by everybody. Sort of almost a sort of very natural kind of uh, leader and just to set an example in just just his personality, just almost it, just innately. And it, even like on, on the internet, which is kind of like the wild west, where you know football is very tribal, and no matter what happens, if a, a personality passes away or leaves a club. Um, there's usually some quite heavy stuff on there. That's right. Yeah. Not not a whisper of any, yeah. any of that at the moment. I mean, it's just I've never got. I never get teary about any um, famous mm. person I don't know. This is a little bit different, I think. Mm. It's just, it's just, you know, a testament well, to it, his, his legacy to a certain extent. It's just clear that he, he was in the prime of life. You know, that's that's yeah. the real, the real sad thing about it. I mean, you never expect anyone to unexpectedly die by the mm. very nature of it. But this, just, this seemed particularly just sort of out of the blue. And know, we sort of view everything through, so well for, through the prism of football, don't we? So yeah, say, oh, well, right, Wales yeah. are doing well, and he had a great career and stuff. So why would he not necessarily uh, be, be the happiest man in the world? It's kind of, it's kind of important to remember that. This sort of thing happens, and it rarely has anything to do with work. It yeah. rarely oh, of course, does, yeah, and, it, yeah. and it's kind of. Um, but our thoughts obviously go out to his family and his friends. Yeah, of course, time. So it's the most most difficult for them. So yeah, our thoughts yeah. are with them. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. And of course, before we heard the news uh, about Gary Speed, there were some uh, Premier League games that were played. Manchester United and Newcastle was was one of them. Uh, a good point for Newcastle away to uh, Old Trafford. Beat. Siege defending. Mm. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> N- yeah. Didn't get out of their six six yard uh, box for quite. Well, a while. that said, they should have lost the game because it was never a penalty kick. So yeah. that, that, it was an incredible decision. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was a, a ridiculous uh, goal as well. It was a bit of a fluke goal as yeah, well. Yeah, I suppose so. so yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> 
And you know Stay on your feet <laughs> yeah, stay on, <laughs> stay on your feet. But he, d- he won it so cleanly. Though. He did, yeah, he really did. It was a textbook centre half yeah. last ditch mm. challenge. Could you'd only be, happen to Rio, and you'd be delighted <laughs> with that initially when you made it, because yeah. that's what the yeah. central defenders live for a lot of the time. Mm. And to look over and see the linesman, for flagging, the yeah. referee giving it one, you'd be yeah. devoured by one that. One thing I would like to point out is that something that was um, waved away, even by Alan Shearer himself uh, on match of the day, Wayne Rooney kicking out at um, Colaccini. I thought that was. Really I, bad behaviour When are people Going to start realising That that is unacceptable mm. And we sort of Say oh it's part and parcel Of his game He's no. an aggressive player He wants to win That's not allowed You know no, I, no. I don't care Whether he was Really close to the ball Or whether he wasn't If he, if he made contact With the ball He's not going to get That ball back Because it's going to Just slide out of his he's, he's not trying to Play the ball there Really so I didn't see, It was just like Frustration to me But the referee Didn't yeah. take any action At all did he No no Ben Arthur looked like A, a, a woman scorned well, yeah. <laughs> like a, a furious oh, wife yeah, was, Whatever the reason A foul's a foul You're not going to go Oh he's frustrated It's alright Yeah no, you absolutely know. not. Oh well, if he hadn't handballed, it would have gone in, wouldn't it? So yeah, you know, he had to. I just I, 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 that really annoyed me that because he does that every single match. And is he going to start? Is he going to keep doing that when he's thirty two, thirty three? It's, it's well, yeah, he looks his, like the sort of player that he probably will, won't he? He has toned it down, but it's still there. It's not going to do his um, appeal to UEFA for any good, is it? No, they're going to stand in front of them and they're going to go. Did you see what happened the other week? Mm. Yeah. What What are you smashing stuff up for now, yeah, Wayne? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is he's he's not trying to nick the ball and play it. He's not. No. Trying He's, he's, just trying trying to, he's just trying to thump it and get it out of there, and it's it's so. Rare. Well, he's, he's he's trying to go. Well, the ball's really close. I can get away with just booting yeah, someone as yeah, yeah. mm. I can. I think that's the the, mm. the main problem. That's why uh, Hatem got angry about yeah, it. What, but what a performance from Tim Krul again, Pete. Yeah, he's been incredible. I mean, look at the, but even like um, the stop on the line from Danny Simpson. Oh, that, that, was, that, was, in, that was amazing. I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> before. That Goodness me, absolutely sensational stuff. Um, down the bottom of the table, Sunderland lost at home to Wigan two. One lots of pressure on Stevie Bruce. Yeah. If, if anything was was a sort of sacking in the post, a home <laughs> yeah. loss to Wigan, has got to be up there because Martinez is under pressure as well. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just that. Can we talk about the last goal? Can we do <laughs> for the rest of the show? Was it, yeah. was it a glow? Oh, oh God, was it? There was about three glows in there. <laughs> yeah. So like Larson just sort of he just fell over, didn't it? It was like he was playing dead. It was like oh, I don't want to deal with this. Just was it Wes Brown? No, it, Wes Brown sort of did the initial mix-up. It oh, was okay, crossed yeah. over. Larson had a chance to clear and just fell over. Oh my god! I just and like it was <laughs> like it was almost as if the goalkeeper played the sort of looping long ball short to Brown in the first place. <laughs> yeah. So me- it's like a catalogue yeah. of errors. Yeah. Yeah. I just like the um, the crap banner that those two fans had. Out, had. <laughs> <laughs> it was just it looked like it was six like six pieces three, of A4. Yeah, look, six pieces of A4 stuck together. Saying, um, saying Bruce out. Get a bedsheet. Yeah. Get a bedsheet. Well, the worst oh, thing they're not the sure yet. Is the, the zenith of all the. The worst yeah. thing is there was a few. Sort of like there was a few. Yeah, they don't want to ruin a bed sheet. I'm yeah. not. Mo- I'm not uh, losing a divan over this. <laughs> I'm uh, mildly dissatisfied. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> and this um, will I, increase I, each week <laughs> until the results pick up. Flipping duvet cover would be the next thing. If you can. well, yeah. Well, the, um, the, the the problem with it um, for me was that um, the Sunderland fans started saying you, you're just a Geordie, fat, big fat Geordie, whatever. Have they just realised? They've just they've Someone's just noticed clearly. They've just noticed. Yeah. A uh, Bruce after the game acknowledged that and sort of said, "Well, I can't let where I'm from," and it's like. You shouldn't really acknowledge that. That's no, nothing yeah. to do with you. That's nothing to do. You, you're at the foot of the table. Things yeah. aren't going very well. You know, you're near enough. You know. I sort of want. I, I will. I will stick up for Bruce in a minute. Um, but before I do, <laughs> I, I put the boot in first. <laughs> I just want to say that right, he, he, your own he did say the other day. Oh, I've never walked away from anything. Yeah, that's <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> absolute rubbish. Yeah. Apart from all those times you did, mm. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. He's either. just signed a new deal, pretty much. Like yeah. he's not going to walk away. No. An idiot will walk away. Now mm. defend him. 
Now, well, I will defend him by saying that contrary to popular belief, he's not actually spent that much money. He um, has signed 29 players he, since he's also genera- 2009. I'm not, listen, I'm not saying he's faultless, but he's generated a lot of money in sales as well with Henderson and Bent. Mm. Also, they finished 10th last season. But why doesn't yeah. anybody want to play for him? Why is all the yeah. strikers went? I just don't want to. I just bent left. Yeah. Fucking Jean, Jean wanted well. to go as well. The Jean situation is so odd. It's just so shrouded in mystery. It's very, yeah. very weird. But yeah, clearly something's gone on there. Yeah, is this true? That, I mean, you know, there was the whole sort of thing about uh, that Roy Keane used to say about oh, the shops aren't good enough up there and stuff. But there's got to be more to it than that. Obviously. Well, you'd hope <laughs> so, <laughs> wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but go back to duvets as well as, oh, a, yeah. as a form of protest banner. It'd be quite good if it's cold. Wrap you yourself, wrap yourself, wrap yourself up in, in it. it. Yeah. If, you're, if you're so annoyed, you're Live warm the again. protest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, yeah. just hold it up. Yeah. <laughs> liking, your, liking your thinking. Uh, what about Spurs? Another victory. They're right up there. They mm. win the game in hand on Manchester United. They go above them. Very, yeah. very consistent for Spurs, aren't they? Just, I think it's because all the eyes have been on the two Manchester clubs yeah. and Chelsea's mm. and Arsenal's misfortunes. Spurs have just come and right to be, through. To be fair to, to Redknapp, he's... Um, He's obviously pl- playing the Europa League. He's playing kids in the Europa League. Yeah. So not got this f- fatigue. And did they not? I'm pretty sure the game against West Brom. I'm think I'm right in saying there was no Van der Vaart and no Modric. Yeah, yeah, missing well. both. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was an excellent win for them. Uh, <laughs> I know West Brom aren't any great shakes or anything, but away from home, you know, it's a good performance. Yeah, indeed it is. Um, uh, Liverpool won. Manchester City won. That's a, a good point there for well Manchester United, I suppose. <laughs> they maybe thought they were going to lose a bit of ground, but yeah. uh, the Liverpudlians did them a favour and nearly won the game. I think they should have won for it. Joe Hart. I think end. they should have won yeah. it. I think I think that's it. I think you know what? There's been it's been a bit of a hallmark of Liverpool this season, dominating games, especially at home, not winning them. Mm. They need to get those points on the board because people like Suarez and then later on Carroll, who just seems to be getting sort of pity appearances now. Yeah, <laughs> it's so already as well. That, I mean, that was a nailed on goal off for me. That until um, Hart stuck yeah. his hand out. Uh, listen, I'll, I'll, you're not any argument from me if you say that if you put the ball on Andy Carroll's head ten yards out, he's a good header of the ball. Mm. But so he's the, offering so little. little but beyond else. that, you know what, what else is he offering? He can't get a yard and defender most of the time because he's too slow. But the dynamic of the game changes so much when he comes on, and maybe mm. it's because the players like Downing, you know, who who are the wide men, just think the only thing we can do is put the ball whip, in the air to whip it. Whip it in there, but yeah. Downing's another one that I don't think has particularly performed that. But much. at least he's training. <laughs> 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 at, least he's, at least he's sober. He runs around the. <laughs> yeah, he runs around. You the look bit. at their front line, you saw, and I sort of think Man City they're being a little bit more adventurous this season than they were last season. I mean, oh, I think they, they kept like twenty clean sheets, I think, last season in the league or mm, eighteen. Or something and this season you can score a goal past Man City yeah. they're going to score six against you but you may as well have a crack I mean they could have won it at the end as well if, if Silver sort of did dally by his own standards yeah. he's got very yeah. quick feet which he didn't sort of use and, and Liverpool got time to sort of get back and get three men on the line yeah, clear. They, they still had the chance to win it which shows sort of the sort of how robust they are I can't quite remember who who, who Dzeko took the ball past down on the line if it, uh, was, it was me or was it you <laughs> yeah, was it yeah. um, if it was Lucas he was already on a booking it was Lucas yeah. or was it yeah, oh, okay because yeah, yeah. I was saying take a book in there. He hit the deck in mm. there, didn't he? Should yeah. have taken him out, but okay. Yeah, it, Lucas had a good, uh, had an excellent game. Well, he's been good generally this season. He's had so much stick, Lucas. He's yeah. really, mm. really taken a lot of flack, but um, he, he seems to be winning over the the fans. What do you, nice what do you, um, what do you think to uh, Mario Balotelli sending off? I didn't think it was a sending off person. Wasn't it all just Clumsy. the Liverpool um, players just surrounding the uh, referee? I think that was part of it. Yeah, I think mm. to a certain extent his reputation has started to precede him oh, a bit, and that could be a problem because he's still a young man he needs mm. to really um, I, th- I think he was t- he was tearing around with a lot of energy though wasn't he so uh, it's, I think of course. it will have made the foul look worse than it was we've got to remember the ref sees it once at normal speed you know, and it, 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 I can see how that would have looked worse than it was but then he argued with Mancini as well didn't he old, uh, I, I think, think he was yeah. pleading his innocence but, but the other thing is 
you know, don't. Uh, I'm not saying Dalglish is the worst culprit of this, but he has certainly been known in the past to sort of heap a little bit of pressure on referees and be disappointed with decisions and stuff. You can't have it both ways. If your players are going to surround the referee and put such pressure on him uh, to, to make a decision, he's going to get the occasional one wrong, and it's going to come back and bite you if you, don't, mm. if, if you do it that way. Um, but also, that, that Balotelli thing sort of um, spawned two of the most hilarious pieces of punditry I've ever heard. Right? <laughs> on. One was Gary Neville saying, well, he wouldn't get away with that in my dressing room. Well, I think Eric Cantona probably did. Yeah. Yeah. And two, Suness going, well, you can't afford to have a player in your squad who gives away needless sendings off. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> really? I'm pretty sure you might have done your fair share of those. Yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, I like the idea that Gary Neville, um, is he talking about his Sky Sports dressing room? Because he, yeah, he's not a manager, is he? <laughs> no, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. I love that. Sorry, you saying that Cantona one? I saw a program on Cantona the other day. Like all the Man United players said after he kicked that Palace fan, all Ferguson said in yeah. the dressing room was to he, he was he was he was having a go at David May for yeah. for having a part in conceding the goal. And he turned around to Eric Cantona. I just went, Eric, you can't do that. Kid gloves. Indeed, you can't do that. I'm mean, uh, oh, sorry, boss. I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> but you, we tell me before then. God, I've been, I've been <laughs> we. God, I've been doing it away from the pitch yeah. like loads. <laughs> um, Sky's coverage well not just Sky but it's sort of some of the newspapers but the coverage of Balotelli is confusing to me because like as Jim I think we, we were chatting about it or someone I was chatting about it with someone and they just sort of glossed over the fact that Balotelli just called 9 in 10 yeah. at the age of 21 yeah. and it's like oh yeah but look at all this other stuff he does and you'd think that they'd like having him in the Premier League because yeah. he's, he's, he's caused a lot of debate a lot of coverage he's pretty box office and yeah. he's a good player I don't yeah. know what the problem is yeah I mean because a lot of the stuff he does is silly rather than like harming anyone yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you why because he's not bloody English if we had an eccentric English footballer like that yeah. we'd be like oh he's a crown jester of you know yeah. like they do with it's Paul Gascoigne you know yeah. what I, I don't mean? think he's, he's a bad bloke by the no, 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 no I don't think not anybody anybody no. uh, good win for Norwich at home against QPR 2-1 mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they seem to be, they seem to be you know, Paul Lambert's good coach. It's they look apart. Big Holt. Yeah, oh, the Holtomania. <laughs> it's a secret weapon, isn't Did it? Did you watch his movement before his goal? Oh, yeah. He just stopped, and then uh, it went to the ballot. Like, usually with the striker, when the guy gets to the byline, you move backwards so yeah. you can receive. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just stood there yeah, on the back foot and went, and then just went, oh, God. Ran, <laughs> ran and just pile-drived it into exactly. the net. It was brilliant. I think all the other defenders are running around thinking <laughs> that there's a lot of off-the-ball movement. Mm. He counteracts that by not moving. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and he bamboo. Bamboozles him and, and he's got himself he another one. like a camera or yeah. something. And a, a lot of players headerable, he headbutts it. Yeah. <laughs> it's different. And d- him and Morrison up front. Just mm. <laughs> yeah. Great stuff. I mean, and they could keep him in the league. Helgerson's another one. Uh, yeah. Headers the ball so powerfully. Yeah. And it was, it's funny because about three or four weeks ago I was saying oh there's not enough good headers of the ball around these days and they just come from nowhere yeah. well, not from nowhere but they start scoring loads of headed goals I mean to be honest Liverpool could do worse than just swapping Carroll for, for Holt <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 10 minutes each wouldn't yeah. that be a great Holt, one, Holt will yeah. chip in Holt will yeah. chip in <laughs> oh dear right, let's get down to the, the, the championship where uh, Bristol City beat Southampton 2-0 um, and, and West Ham beat Derby 3-1 well, uh, Let's talk about the Bristol City Southampton <laughs> <laughs> Well I was just about to say The lead has been cut uh, At the top to two points Big <laughs> Sam is bearing down on the Saints It's the first time of season I've been able to say this That you're happy Southampton were really poor <laughs> They were really poor <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear dear um, uh, Well while we're on the South Coast Not that it was on the South Coast That game But yeah, you get the point uh, Portsmouth won Leicester City won Michael Appleton's first game In charge of Pompey No Day- it's, it's his second goal Second goal in charge. Oh, sorry, first yeah. home game was it? Yeah, yeah, first home uh, game. Forgive me, um, David Nugent. Yeah. Scoring. Yeah. If it had to be anyone. Yeah. Mm. Nice goal as well. well yeah, I'm pleased with that. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 Did he celebrate? I, I, 
Uh, uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah he, he did. did. He, yeah, didn't yeah. he like? Didn't someone parade him around on their shoulders? Yeah. Or something? I like, <laughs> finally, I, I can move on from this, this nightmare. I don't think he really liked Portsmouth that much. To be honest. <laughs> Um, did I watched the uh, I watched his England goal again uh, the other day, and it's just my goodness, lifetime away that was. Yeah, yeah. great goal. What a hit! It was a good hit. He missed yeah. a sitter actually in that game as well. Get it on target. Yeah, yeah. But he responded um, when it mattered. <laughs> uh, former Leicester City manager Sven Goran Eriksson. Do you remember him? Yes. He's flown over to Iran to discuss the possibility of taking over the helm of Tehran-based club Persepolis. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that oh. the way Ali um, Ali Dai played? And was I think it? I think, I think, it might be, I, think yeah. I remember that from the uh, from the induction to the Hall of Fame. I think it might be. Yeah, mm, good memory. It's a very good film of the same name. Uh, it's reported old Svenigans will be offered just over one million pounds for his services. He really he is a human metal detector, <laughs> isn't he? As mm. Pete pointed out, I wonder what services even are as well. In, in that situation well, he, he doesn't necessarily manage to manage the club it, it does sound disconcerting I think he just goes out in the desert and then just goes uh, oil over there <laughs> yeah. Yeah. there is oil there and then they drill at that point yeah. hmm. and there is Emil Heskey <laughs> <laughs> he's never coached in Asia he's, he's coached in uh, Africa well Ivory Coast um, you say coached accepted money accepted yeah. money from, from <laughs> Africans North Americans um, and obviously Europeans yeah. I got all the money I got all the money <laughs> like So now the Asians are getting involved yeah. so Well done He's more like a consultant than a manager isn't yeah, he? I think so. He just comes in and he goes Yes, yes, yes <laughs> Look at my CV so Do what those teams did I also read today that he's <laughs> From a certain point There's a chance he might go to Anshi The chance they want to get him in Oh is that right They were looking at Hiddink as well weren't they Yeah maybe But mm. I, I mean I'm not sure if he'll be that good at Anshi to be honest <laughs> Yeah well will he be that good anywhere He doesn't care anymore does he? Just, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care for ages <laughs> yeah. That man was sunburned, surely. Well, he got in the hot climb. Anyway, back to the championship. There was some uh, great comebacks there. Uh, Hull two, Burnley three. Burnley were down to, uh, down two goals, sorry, and scored on seventy eight. 82 and 93 mm. minutes That's worth the money isn't it Isn't it just <laughs> Eddie Howe's men uh, It's not really happening uh, For Eddie Howe and Burnley At the moment It's down there aren't they still well, Maybe that result Will galvanise them There was also another 3-2 uh, away win This was for Reading uh, mm. Away at Ipswich Reading uh, Two injury time goals They were 1-0 up And 2-1 up as well Yeah, yeah. Paul Jewell's lost a couple like that um, five Quite recently hasn't he Five consecutive league losses For Paul Yeah they're not doing and They're not doing well He's going to take it out On the BMW tonight Oh but, yeah Oh yeah <laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> Sexy What is seen? No, what see, I just set upon it with a golf club. Yeah. <laughs> what no has been seen can never be unseen. <laughs> oh, that said, Ronaldinho's uh, tape in the week. Did we all see I that? I haven't seen that. No, 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 what's that one? I'm aware it exists. So I presume you've watched it. What is yeah. it? Watched it, downloaded it for, for future reference uh, if I ever need to use it for anything. Tell the listeners, I don't know what it is. Wanking, oh, oh so. my god. <laughs> He's fallen so low. Five years ago, there'd have been a woman there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <about> <laughs> She'd have done that for him. Oh, just Ronnie in a webcam. Just Let nice to see that you know. Back to basics. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's time for the SPL. If ever there was, uh, Kilmarnock won. Rangers nil. Rangers lead at the top is only four points. James, mm. yeah. huge win for Celtic as well. I told you yeah. it wasn't over. I told you it wasn't Certainly. over. Celtic play and um, just can't get enough after every goal. Yeah, they they do, which yeah. is weird. I watched. It's I w- not the best Depeche Mode song. Sort it out. <laughs> I watched the. Um, well, they're going to play. Enjoy the song. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> play that Arsenal. Hey. Hey. I watched the. Um, I watched that match. Um, the five niller um, with French commentary, and the best thing is how it went because um, it was French, but he broke accent. 
to say the words Gary Hooper. Yeah. So he'd be sort of going, no, this is your football, you're a guard like Gary Hooper. It was really good. <laughs> <laughs> it really made me smile. I like that. Uh, Motherwell couldn't capitalise, though. They drew 0 0 at home with Dundee United. But they're still only nine points off the top. They've still got to play the big boys yeah. at some point. There you go, you see. Did also notice that Celtic, they're advertising a DVD called The Greatest Celtic Goals in the World Ever. They let a five year old title. Speak actually moving even further back. Celtic, maybe, you know what I mean? There's a few other Boston Celtics. Moving even further back, the Kilmarnock goal. Did you see how badly they were playing the offside trap for that one? It just sort of loops in and the fellas goes. Oh, I'm, I'm thanks. I'm on. <laughs> Bang! Yeah. Well, they got in behind the defence a fair few times as well. It was, it was coming. Yeah. From SPL to La Liga, that's the format, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, Getafe won Barcelona nil. Yeah. Mm. We saw that game, didn't we? The Burger Altogether. Kings. The Burger Kings. Yeah, it was a st- stunning result, really. But Barca did look sort of off the pace a little. You know, they weren't. This, they did have their normal rhythm. It looked a bit leggy. Yeah. They could have scored 15 goals in the second half, still <laughs> for me, but they didn't. Messi hit the post He had it in the net as well Lovely yeah, yeah. move Oh man mm, So disappointing No goals <laughs> No points Did you see Inigo Martinez's goal From the halfway line Yeah Now we're talking Staggering <laughs> The second time he's done that This season that's, that's not even his best Halfway line goal this season <laughs> That's it uh, For real uh, Saucy then yeah, he scored. A, um, he scored. It was an injury Matthew. time winner as well. I know, yeah, man. I know. Three what two. Doing? What are you doing? Shooting from the halfway line. An injury <laughs> time. To be fair, I must say I've not really, you know, kept kept tabs on Sociedad that much. So he might be doing it sort of like nine times a game. We don't know. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the last one he scored was against Athletic, wasn't it? Mm. That was my favourite one because it, it, it was a proper yeah. drill. It was a shot, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it yeah, wasn't yeah, a sort yeah. of speculative punt. As the keeper's off his line, sort of David Beckham-esque sort of thing. But that first one was just poof. He also scored an incredible own goal. Yeah. The Spanish under twenty. That was from miles out as well. Yeah. That a was like that Irish volley. Yeah. A backheeled volley over his own keeper. That should have been like given David to Spain. Well, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was that good. Yeah, it's the hair and go as well, yeah. Uh, oh, Levante. 4 0 winners against Gijon. Mm. Gijon. Uh, back to winning ways. They're two points off Barcelona. Yeah. Levante, two points off Barcelona. Okay, Barcelona are six points. Top. Yeah, Barcelona are six points behind now. Which but it is shows worrying. how underperforming Barcelona have been. Mm-hmm. Aruna Kone's uh, been a real, real steal for them. Though. They've got him on loan from Sevilla. And um, I think because he's playing number two, everyone thinks he's a right back. I think I'll be all right. He's going to cross. He's going to go. Oh, he scored again! Do you remember like a few weeks ago we were talking about? It and I looked up Kone. And I'm pretty sure he went on three years without scoring a league goal. Severe. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't. That's because he was right playing right back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, but Barcelona, they're still they're still not going to see they got six. home this season. Yeah, it was just six points off Real Madrid. Who I mean, beat, uh, Atletico Madrid four one. Given how tight La Liga can be, I mean, it, it could genuinely sort of have a you know decider on where the title goes. You know, Barcelona, you know, I suppose beat Madrid once and it makes a big difference. But if, if you know, the El Clasico is coming up. If Madrid win that, that's massive. Mm. Yeah, because Absolutely massive because they're, they're the best they've been under Mourinho. Because six points doesn't sound like an awful lot, but you've got to put it into perspective of how many points Real Madrid d- will drop over the season, mm. which isn't many. Yeah, and how well they're playing. Oh, of course. Yeah. And how many penalties Ronaldo will score <laughs> yeah. every single match and season. free kicks and and. Goals, regular goals. Because keeper was sent off, wasn't he, for Atletico? Very, very harsh. Even my, in my Benzema just knocked it past him, and the keeper put his hand out. I don't understand. There I were defenders know. covering, so you could argue that it wasn't a, it wasn't a professional. Foul, but you know, mm. that's how it goes. They went down to nine at one point as well. Blimey. Yeah. Also in uh, La Liga, Valencia uh, beat um, Vallecano two one away. Lost Che only one point behind Barca, seven off the top, of course. Mm. Uh, Soldado didn't score in this game, but he's been in incredible form lately. Yeah. Really, really has. I mean, he sort of he must be making a play for the sort of. Spanish 
Spanish squad to form he did he got a hat trick a little while ago he's really yeah. really sort of just just coming into his own and um, yeah it's, it's good to see because he, he looked like he might be a little bit of a nearly man for his whole career and it's good to see Valencia getting back up there as well it's easy to forget how much trouble they've had with the sort of financial difficulties they've been in yeah massively they're just, they're, they're just overachieving so much it's brilliant Mm. Indeed they are Jimbo Indeed they are Let's go to Serie A Where Milan beat Chievo 4-0 And Zlatan scored his 100th Serie A goal It was mm. a great goal as well It was indeed It was uh, and it, oh, it's, it had that lovely loop to it That you don't see that much I think it might have caught a bit, a bit of a deflection yeah. But I reckon he meant it yep. Yeah <laughs> He scored a great penalty as well yeah. mm. I love how the commentators call him Ibra Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Milan reportedly interested in signing Carlos Tevez Perhaps on loan do we need to even mention how mad that would be? Mm. <laughs> Man City just they're not, they're not going to take it in one line. And to be fair, they're one of the few clubs who can just sort of go, no, <laughs> yeah. can't afford to just let him rot. <laughs> There's another loan deal though concerning a Milan player, which is quite a funny one. Santos, who are apparently going to sign Pele as well, yes. uh, are hoping to sign Rubinho um, on a year-long loan for their centenary year in 2012. The centenary year is a huge thing for Brazilian clubs. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. yeah, and so they want. Um, uh, Rubinho, a former player of theirs, on a year-long loan, and they, they're acting as if, oh, Milan will be all right. With yeah, that. as if like that's a favour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, they, I don't think they've heard. It's our centenary season. Yeah, they'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> <laughs> they have anniversaries in Italy, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> I think so, Jimbo. I Come out so. for Rio for his payment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear, dear. Juventus beat Lazio in Rome one nil. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and um, they're going great guns. It's good to see. There was a lot of missed chances in that game. Yeah. I said um, Del Piero going to be off to the MLS. It looks like he might be. Yeah, yeah. his agent said he's rejecting an approach from a Premier League club, Blackburn, probably. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, think he'd go to the MLS. Also in Italy, have you heard that um, obviously the country's economy is struggling, like most of Europe? the world the Eurozone uh, indeed it is and uh, some of Italy's footballers are getting involved in a grassroots campaign to buy Italian government bonds which will hopefully help the country's economy footballers to the rescue isn't it Damiano Tomasi who's behind all this he's, 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 he's one of the he's big spearheading boys spearheading yeah. it because the way because Jim sent us this story around and you, you sort of put us in with a little hook by saying oh yeah Ibrahimovic is getting involved <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see much mention of it no there's no mention of him it's just you know this it is happening be. he's in Italy it yeah. could happen yeah. he's a footballer Imagine if Ibra saves the Eurozone. <laughs> what if they all do it? And because he's such a contrary bastard, he won't do it. Yeah, <laughs> he refuses. <laughs> we just need one more dollar. No. <laughs> what, if, what if they do it too much and Italy be- becomes too rich and they sort of <laughs> just take over Europe? I do. The, the Italian football Serie A becomes some sort of force. And we go Europe. back to the glory days of the nineties in Serie A. I'm all Definitely. for it. Yeah. No, I mean like politically. Yeah. And then S- S- Serie A invades Syria. <laughs> and it is really confusing news reporting. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm. the falls. We, we wait with bated breath yeah. <laughs> on that one, I think. Well, let's quickly go to the uh, sanctuary of the Bundesliga then. It could also uh, invade Surrey as well. So. It mm. won't do. It won't. Uh, and we've already gone to the Bundesliga, please. Sorry. Mm. Which um, is uh, already reassuringly sensible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, really, though, Jimbo, because Bayern lost again, this time mm. away to Mainz. 3 2. Yeah. The, hi- the highlight of the weekend was. Um, Jan Schlaudras goal for Hannover oh yeah H- equaliser against Hamburg talk us through it straight from a corner um, to about 20 yards out super volley <laughs> super lock jump volley straight into the corner it should have been worth two and a half goals <laughs> it was incredibly good <laughs> Honestly, it was like, you know, sometimes you see a volley where they'll control it and put it in, or they'll, they'll hit it quite hard with the laces. 
he has just tried to whack the absolute shit out of the ball. <laughs> was it like Mendieta's uh, the new camp? Yeah, I, I said it was harder than that. Ooh. It was like Alton Top last season. Oh, yeah, 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 like yeah, that. Yeah. But it wasn't quite as high. You definitely check it out. It's incredible. I do like a corner ping to the edge of the box for someone to volley. First time volley because it, it, yeah. it's almost like a waste of a corner. Yeah, if it goes yeah. wrong, yeah. but like, yeah. oh, if you've got scores on the edge, you better. Oh, no. No. But <laughs> it, it's, skulls, it's yeah. worth like it's worth nineteen fluffed corners for the one that goes in. <laughs> but for me, if it was me doing it, it'd be near a thousand fluffed. <laughs> I could stand on a pitch with someone like someone rolling it on the floor the feet all the time, <laughs> and I'd probably not even connect some of the time. <laughs> um, uh, elsewhere in uh, the Bundesliga, Dortmund have gone joint top with Borussia Mönchengladbach. Yeah, uh, they were written off a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, incredible. Bayern were, were sitting pretty. We've got to go watch uh, Dortmund. Yes. Eighty thousand people average. It's like sem- no seventy nine thousand people mm, average yeah. attendance. Just that stand as well, the huge, huge stand they've got. It just bounces. You know, it's just <laughs> like this ripple of just fun. Well, I'm, going, go. I'm, um, I'm going to see Hamburg Wolfsburg next March. So that'd be quite good. They play the Olympia Stadion, so that'd be. See so if you can get it moved there. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll try. Yeah, I'll try the best. Yeah. Dortmund couldn't beat Arsenal though, could they, Jimbo? No, they couldn't. No, they couldn't. <laughs> right, uh, let's go to Holland. Uh, we've got a, Cry- a Cruyff versus Van Hal update. Probably some crying in there as well. <laughs> yeah. Some sort of celebrity boxing match. <laughs> we spoke, of course, last week of uh, Johan Cruyff and his disgust at the um, Ajax board appointing Louis Van Hal uh, on there as well, and uh, he was fuming, absolutely fuming, Cruyffing, to say the <laughs> yeah. least. Well, uh, Johan Cruyff and ten Ajax youth coaches are actually going to go to court to fight the appointment of Louis Van Hal and, the, and two others. It was Martin Sturkenboom and uh, Danny Blint, a mm. former player as well, who. Uh, going to be uh, directors of the Dutch club I will not be surprised if Cruyff offers to sort this out via a match because if, have you seen who, who the, the coaches are indeed they are Frank De Boer and Ronald De Boer uh, Yap Stam Dennis Burkamp Vim Jonk and Mark Overmars <laughs> that is some five aside to you imagine it it's enough to make your stomach Cruyff turn yeah nice Cruyff churn no um, it's, enough to, it's enough to send you blind <laughs> Cruyff's been oddly humble about the whole thing isn't he he's saying that um, no 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 no. listen have you read the actual quotes he's, he said that um, Van Hal needs to realise it's not about he or I anymore it's about a younger generation you know we need to hand the reins over you know, and I'm sure this is some sort of smoke screen for him sort of gaining full control later. But I just imagine, I just imagine like Van Hal's response just being a YouTube video of him just playing with his massive brass ball. <laughs> so you like that, Croy? That's what I say to you. <laughs> you know, um, Danny Blint's son, Daily Blind. Uh, plays for Ajax looks a bit like you Luke does he? So, uh, put lucky that in boy lucky in boy <laughs> bit of a looker is he? should we go to Ghana? yeah he's a little treat for you <laughs> especially you look you're the Hearts of Oak fan amongst they're us they're my Ghanaian team absolutely ah, they've yeah. got a £1,000 fine I know I'm a, fa- I'm a fan of theirs so I know about this yeah well they, <laughs> <laughs> they, they delayed the kickoff in their match against Ebzua Dwarves um, now the reason for this delay was that two Hearts of Oak players were apparently forced out of the stadium by Dwarves fans and made to buy tickets to get <laughs> back in again how did they have money in their shots did they have yes. it in the, behind their shin pads I yeah. no maybe there's some sort of barter system there to give them their boots or something <laughs> yeah. how are they forced out the it's, stadium it's like a piss pounds. take it's not like yeah. we're forcing you out the stadium so you can't play no no you've got to pay to get back in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm up front well if the <laughs> yeah. price is right pal you're not are you <laughs> oh dear, dear elsewhere uh, in Ghana the Kotoko coach Maxwell Kanadu said his players um, had an, an indecent emotional attack by, uh, by three women who were they were outside the changing room and the three women uh, were, were 
should I say touching the players as they went in and it, trying to distract them from, from the game so uh, very strange happenings in, interesting well literally one, underhand tactics <laughs> yeah. you're absolutely right there you know um, Kotoko's nickname is the Porcupine Warriors oh brilliant <laughs> that is brilliant <laughs> that should be the name of the team surely yeah, yeah. definitely oh dear right then uh, and as we're globetrotting let's go to Western Samoa American Samoa more specifically the, the, the team who are joint bottom of the uh, FIFA ranking system in 204th place once got beaten 31-0 off uh, Australia which is a record of course they're out of the 2014 World Cup oh, qualifying what? after losing in an Oceania qualifying match 1-0 to Samoa and the goal was scored in the 90th minute that is grim <laughs> <laughs> they, well, they, I think they, uh, they um, were the darlings of, of World football for a very brief moment American Samoa they ended their 30 game losing streak by beating Tonga 2-1 and then they drew one all with the Cook Islands their, their goals were hilarious in that match <laughs> like the keeper just pound one his own net but I mean the, 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 where they were playing like the, the, the trees and the mountains and stuff behind them were just like I, I would not concentrate on the football it's not, it lo- it yeah. it's not a bad line it line. looks beautiful there I've been to the Cook Islands and it's oh, not yeah. very big and I'm surprised they've got any sort of football team at yeah. all really because it's just I'm not I'll just lie here and just look at the scenery because it's so beautiful it's amazing <laughs> yeah, it's an amazing place the, um, yeah. the, the, the documentary about the next goal wins that's right um, I saw the trailer of it I think I've isolated what the problem is because the, the coach at uh, current time says uh, if you run out of breath reach inside pull your lungs out and breathe on it and then stick it back inside yeah that's not going to help that's no. not a, that is not a, an inspirational message for me is and also Thomas? he says Again? Is that Thomas uh, Rongen? Uh, Rongen, the coach? The oh, I don't know. No, no, no. I think it was another no, it was one. Steve of those. King. <laughs> 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 and, and, and another bit. He's, he's actually in the uh, in the changing room at this point. He says, "You let them score eight last time and seven this time. That's progress." <laughs> yeah, there's a really, really uh, interesting thing as well, which uh, in their in their culture they have what they consider to be a third gender, which is if there's like a sort of feminine male, they're, they're treated uh, as a girl, even right. though they're sort of biologically male. And one of their one of their defenders is is this sort of uh, they have a name for it, I forget what it is, but it's considered to sort of be a woman despite being a male, and it's also considered to be sort of like a third gen- gender that's just accepted and normal. Not it's a lot really of biologists on that island. Thing. No. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> so here we are. So yeah, next girl wins. That's out um, next year, I think. Mm. Now it's time for going for gold. Going for going for gold. Gold. Mm. It yeah. is Marcus. Let oh. me just grab me clues. I'm on a hat trick. You are Luke. No, I think no, you got the hat trick, didn't you? No, I had Peter Reid, and I got one before that. Oh, I thought oh. consecutive. Oh, but you're in, you're in the leader. You got Moore, six. You? Yeah, I got Luke Moore, and then Peter Reid. Yeah, I'm on a hat trick. Yeah. Ooh. Luke Moore, Peter Reid. Six, five, four, one. What a double act. First, first clue, lads. <clears throat> I was born 16th of December 1966 oh, God, One stop. year before the summer. Stop. Oh, hang on. <laughs> stop Eric Cantona No I was going to say that Yeah I do but <laughs> I played 21 times For England My middle name Is Frank Stop Frank Lampard <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't resist No doesn't even no. make sense. No. Uh, I once played for uh, Swedish football club Greverstad. Stop. Carry on. <laughs> I think you should be kicked out for that. Yeah. Yeah. Outrageous. Sorry, boys. Um, Alex Ferguson said I could start a fight in an empty house. <sighs> Next clue. Yeah. Talking about Newcastle, it has, it has all had a damaging effect on my career. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god in This two- is going to annoy me In 2001 I was sold to Leicester City For 1.6 million Stop Dion Dublin 
No. No, it's not that. Dion Dublin pops up a lot on this. Set. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I just like saying it. I've won the uh, UEFA Cup Winners' Cup and uh, the UEFA Super Cup as well. God, this is a oh, tough my one, mind's gone completely blank. Yeah. I can't think of any football. Here's <laughs> 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 the killer. I'm five foot six. Stop. Tony Cotty. Stop. No. Dennis White. Dennis White. Yes! <laughs> That's the hat trick. Bollocks. That is the hat trick. He could start a fight <laughs> in an empty house. I knew it was. As soon as I said Cotty, because he won the League Cup. The thing, the Cotty thing, never bit yeah. a taxi driver. The thing, yeah, that, the right, thing yeah. that threw me is when you said his, his age. Uh, and, and that he played for England. I kept thinking of World Cup 90 players because mm. Wise would have been a, a sort of old enough mm. there. Oh dear, oh dear. Well done, Lukey. Right, it's time for emails. Thank you for uh, for your email, lady. Hello, Ramble Bags. <laughs> Ramble <laughs> Bags. Good, isn't it? Nice. Uh, just a couple of observations from the latest rounds of games in the Prem. One, what was Benoit Asuakoto doing wearing odd boots? One was white slash purple and the other was blue slash yellow. Yet more amazing behaviour from this maverick. I don't know. I didn't notice that. Channeling the spirit of Steve Claridge. Mm. I, I saw... Sammy um, Amiobi asked that same question on Twitter. Oh, so. did he? Uh, there was an Italian player called... Ooh, Anoni was his uh, surname. He played for Celtic, and he used to wear one green and one white. Mm. I'm I sure think it was a green. White. It was obviously yeah. the I used to wear red and uh, black um, Converse when I thought I was. Oh, you're so punk. Cool. Mm. Yeah, no, it, no, I look like a dick. Let's make that clear. <laughs> Did you just like screw studs into the bottom of a normal pair of Converse? <laughs> <That'd be laughs> really? Wear them on the pitch. Converse like indie footballer. <laughs> Bet you did. Lit and Benz has thought about it. <laughs> I reckon that we'll see this more though. Odd boots. It's, it's a yeah. new mm. way to be flash. Clarys used to do it all the time. Clarys is different football. Yeah, Clarys didn't mean way. to do it though. No, yeah. he doesn't realise that you know you you're meant to do it any other way. Yeah. Second part of this email is where are Neil Warnock's eyebrows? I saw a segment on. Him on the Premier League World Show a few days back, and his eyebrows are conspicuous by their absence. That is from Spencer Salt in Spencer New Zealand. Spencer Salt. <laughs> Another person in the public eye who hasn't got any eyebrows is the guy who plays Doctor Who, Matt Smith. Mm. Yeah, I guess he does. He yeah. never has any eyebrows. I don't know why. Well, have you seen Warnock's eyebrows? Then yeah. let us know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the way Spencer said that was quite accusatory. Oh, wh where are they? <laughs> we we, haven't we got don't have. I've never yeah. even met him. Maybe we need to start some sort of charitable organisation. Eyebrows yeah. for Warnock. Mm. <laughs> we, we, if we all clip a bit off our own, yeah, yeah. send him a little mix, multicoloured, <laughs> little eyebrow cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Maybe Warnock's one of the, like the third sex. Where he isn't. He definitely isn't. He looked good in drag, I reckon. Even an American Samoan biologist could tell that Warnock <laughs> was all man. <laughs> And now it's profile time, good people. Indeed it is. Now then, what have we got here? We've got a tournament. We've got a bloody tournament going oh, wow. in. It's World Cup 74. Jiminy. Can you Adam and Eve it? That's literally history. It is. Isn't it always though? Right then. It was the 10th World Cup tournament, and it started on the 13th of June, 1974. Oh, seven years after the summer of love. Yeah. We don't normally have after the summer of love. No. The impact would still have been felt, though. Yeah, I think so, but yeah. everyone who participated was born before the summer of love. Yeah. So it's no coincidence. No. Uh, <laughs> it's important to point out there's never a coincidence <laughs> when the summer of love is involved. No. <laughs> oh, dear. It was uh, the first World Cup where the FIFA World Cup trophy was awarded to the winners. Because the Jules Romain trophy was previously won three times by Brazil and they got mm. to keep it. I know we've discussed this before, but if Brazil win it again, do they keep the, the latest one? That appears to be the custom. Yeah, or Italy. Sure. Yeah, or, or Italy. Uh, yeah. It has to be Germany. Yeah. 
No, that yeah. does appear to be the customer. I think that's yeah. the case, yeah. So let's hope none of them win it because it'll be the set blatter trophy in the next one. Ooh, imagine that. <laughs> That'd ruin it forever, wouldn't it? You just get a his bust. You'd rather not win it. You get to the final and lose. Oh, I dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 16 teams contested this tournament, which included the hosts West Germany, Italy, Holland, Brazil, Argentina, and Scotland. The first time qualifiers, East Germany. Zaire, Haiti and Australia England failed to qualify Haiti in a World Cup's amazing yeah. Yeah. a World Cup where Haiti have qualified and mm. England didn't yeah and there were only <laughs> 16 teams yeah. remember yeah. as well yeah that's right Holland and, po- and Poland hadn't qualified since 1938 and would go on to have very good tournaments oh they had a great team yeah, Holland not qualifying for that long it seems crazy as well doesn't it indeed uh, this was the tournament where arguably total football was taken to the big stage but you know we'll talk about these things in due course we've got group stages first haven't we we have there were it's some extraordinary results and incidents in the first round that we'll never see the likes of again <laughs> just the way that the, the world's politics and all the rest of it yeah. has evolved it, it just simply can't happen again um, so in the first round there was there was four groups group one was uh, West and East Germany in the Ooh. same group there. Chile, <laughs> Chile and Australia um, big Paul Breitner who's oh, yeah. a, mm. a dwarf inductee scored the West Germans only goal in the uh, opening game against Chile to get but the hosts going East Germany beat West Germany in the group didn't they they did yeah yeah, yeah. Well, we, we'll come to that um, during that game Carlos uh, Caselli of Chile would make World Cup history the first player to be sent off with a red card there was players that were sent off previously but red and yellow cards were used during the 1970 World Cup for the first time but no player in that tournament was sent off they were oh, used well. for the, to get over the language barrier, weren't they, initially? Mm. Yeah. So people could hide, so the, the, the players actually knew what was happening. Yeah, indeed. Uh, they just German- stopped when they saw them. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, nobody knew. Amber, yellow, <laughs> <laughs> means go, We're like, go again. Of, get ready to run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, East Germany, they started with the one against Australia. Now, the Aussies would finish bottom of the group with one point, Chile third on two. The final group game was East Germany versus West Germany. And uh, we have actually profiled East Germany, so, yeah. so have a look at that to, to hear more about their story in depth but uh, just to quickly go over that one it was just a routine win for the Germans it was meant to be the West mm. Germans of course superior team and they were top the group and, uh, and so on and so forth they had players like Seth Meyer Bertie Votes Paul Brightner Franz Beckenbauer Gerd Müller Uli Hoeneß Jesus Christ when you can gloss over Gerd Müller exactly East Germany didn't have any such names really uh, but stunned the world by beating the host 1-0 with a goal from Jürgen Sparwasser um, so as I say if you want to know more um, about all that see the uh, East Germany profile on, on the website be interesting to see which of the current Germany squad would be eligible for East Germany will that still uh, well Balak was oh, I know he's not in the current side but Michael Balak was famously uh, would have been from East mm. Germany uh, in group 2 Yugoslavia, Brazil, Scotland and Zaire now known as DR Congo Dr Congo Brazil mm, weren't the force they were in the previous World Cup but still had Jairzinho and Revelino amongst uh, a few others um, Brazil didn't score until their third game of the tournament they drew 0-0 with Yugoslavia and Scotland yeah they beat um, they beat Zaire didn't they they did 3-0 yeah. yeah well yeah Scotland um, beat Zaire in their opening game Peter Lorimer and Joe Jordan <laughs> getting the goals Joe Jordan scored again against Yugoslavia in a one-all draw there Yugoslavia, Brazil and Scotland finished on four points so it, it pretty much went down to who could beat Zaire the, by the most Yugoslavia mm-hmm. smashed them about seven didn't they they beat them 9-0 9-0 yeah Scotland beat them 2-0 and Brazil beat them 3-0 Scotland went oh. out by scoring one single goal less <laughs> than oh. the, the, the holders Brazil that is but just one of the few teams in the history of the tournament to have gone out of the, the, the finals without losing a game well, absolutely New, New Zealand also did that didn't they New Zealand did it recently but um, the, the, the Zaire story is quite an interesting one because it's very complex yeah. because the 3-0 
Brazil when, when they were three 0 down and Brazil had a free kick. A lot of people have seen this, and and the, and the Zaire player ran out from the wall. Revelino's about to line one up. Yeah, and the yeah. Zaire player runs out the wall and just boots the ball away, and everyone was like, "Oh ha ha ha!" I don't even understand the rules and stuff. But what actually happened? You don't was, get to a World Cup finals and not understand the rules of football. Exactly. Like, what actually happened was because there was this interview with this guy called Moepo Ilunga, mm. who. Um, who gave an interview about, about 10 years ago about the whole Zaire experience and what happened was they were treated shockingly badly by, by, the, by the government in Zaire they weren't paid um, they were not given bonuses that were due to them yep. and um, it got to the point where they almost weren't going to play and when it came to um, they'd been treated awfully after they, after they lost 9-0 to Yugoslavia and when it came to playing Brazil um, I think it was the president or something, something like that that right. said if you lose this game 4-0 don't bother coming home. Yeah. You're not going to see your families ever again. And so the 3 0 down, they just resorted to desperate measures yeah. um, to, to clear the ball and stop it happening, which of course they did do in the end. Yeah, because that, that was towards the end of the game. Absolutely. And it's like almost like, like as you touched on earlier, because the world's sort of moved on a little bit since then. Mm. You know, it's crazy to think of that yeah, actually yeah. happen on, yeah. on the biggest stage in football, you know. Yeah, totally. And, and before the 9 uh, 0 against Yugoslavia, they um, found out that their wages, their allowances during the tournament were, were taken away from them so they just half-heartedly played and there was mm. something incredibly odd during that game the, the coach um, uh, Blagier uh, uh, oh, he was a Vidinich. Yugoslavian wasn't he yeah he was Yugoslavian um, when the score was 3-0 he subbed the keeper for, for uh, obviously the substitute keeper yeah. and he hadn't been a particularly bad game it was 3-0 it wasn't his fault for the goals very very odd indeed he later said it was because he was under strict instructions from um one of the mini uh, Ministry of Sport officials from Zaire, but it very odd. the fact of the matter is he made that substitution at three nil. Yeah. Yeah. Very very odd. So there's a whole Zaire thing. I mean, I implore anybody to go and, and, and do a bit more research on that. Yeah. But it, it is absolutely fascinating. It's so much more to what meets the eye because, as you said, Luke, people just think these bunch of jokers turned up yeah. and didn't know what they were doing. Wasn't that wasn't that the famous commentary where it says the naivety of the Africans? Yeah, that yeah, one? yeah, is that yeah. when he well, kicked the ball away. Yeah, it course. is such an iconic moment that as mm. well, and it's it's incredible. That there's such a sort of rich story behind it. Mm. But yeah, absolutely incredible. So um, yeah, Group Two, perhaps um, one of the more interesting ones there. And Group Three had. Uh, the Dutch, Sweden, Bulgaria, and, and, and Uruguay, and this was the, the start of the, the the great Dutch sides under uh, Arenas Michels. Uh, their brilliant run to the final. Johnny Depp, uh, Johnny Depp, Johnny, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnny Rep, and Johan Naiskins amongst the goals there, and, and they topped the group. And uh, Lee Maskus, what? It was uh, yeah. Ari Hahn, Rude Kroll, uh, players like that. Johan Cruyff. Well, Sweden had a good team. Brad Pitt, Pitt. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> Total football style, really turning heads. Hmm. Uh, absolutely sensational stuff and that was uh, I think it was the nil-nil against Sweden where Cruyff's famous turn was shown um, to the world do you know the famous one the Cruyff mm. turn oh yeah of course yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. that was that one group four uh, no we are unfamiliar with the Cruyff turn Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that particular one Pete, oh, you know, right, the, yeah, the, the, yeah. the classic the famous one <laughs> yeah. uh, in group four Italy Argentina Poland and Haiti Haiti playing in the finals for the first time they were sensationally the team that ended Dino Zoss run of 1,142 minutes in international football of not conceding a goal great stuff <laughs> incredible isn't it it's absolutely amazing this is why the World Cup is amazing yeah, yeah. the history of the World <laughs> Cup you know um, the first player ever caught Using illegal drugs at World Cup finals was um, John Joseph yeah, <laughs> of Haiti in in that games as well. Um, when you say during the World Cup finals, what do you, yeah. what do you mean? Like, just in a well, game, he failed the drugs test. All oh, right, I thought yeah, you were yeah. just on the pitch. <laughs> well, it was the seventies, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe chasing the dragon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Poland were the standout team in that group. Three wins 
out of three, scoring 12 goals. Mm. Well, that's the best Poland have ever been. Yeah, isn't it? Gregor Lato up mm. front. Top scorer. He was indeed. Right, if I believe, if I know. I love, I love the fact that Gregor Lato, um, he played like most of his career in Poland. Then he just went to Mexico to play. He did, yeah. He played for a club in Mexico. Mm. Incredible, really. Oh, fed up with the cold. Yeah. <laughs> no snoods required. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they beat Italy 2 1 with a certain Fabio Capello getting Italy's goal there. But they went out in the first round. <laughs> He's manager of England now. He is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, in the semis, you had two groups, Group A and Group B. The top of the group went through. Um, to the final, the big the final. final. Group A, Holland, Brazil, East Germany and Argentina. Holland got things underway, 4-0 win against Argentina. That is a group of death. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, isn't it? Um, and that, that group conspired to going down to the last game where Holland played Brazil. And it was the, the holders against you know the the, the pretenders. The new the boys, the new kids on the block. The Dutch won. The Dutch won two 0 Cruyff and and Naiskins. Cruyff's goal in that game is just delightful. Yeah. Close range volley, a wonderful setup. And the same the same thing happened in Group B with uh, West Germany, Poland, Sweden, and, and Yugoslavia. That that panned out as well. That it would go down to West Germany versus Poland to see who would get into the final. And the Germans Germans aren't going to lose a game like that. No, no, no. That's the they thing. They know how to win. 1 0 from Gerd Muller. Um, Lasso uh, scored six goals in his previous five games going into that one, but couldn't break the German defence. Um, and then Poland finished third. They, they, they beat Brazil 1 0 in the, in the third place playoff. Lasso again with the goal. Finished the, 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 the tournament with seven goals, top goal scorer. And also um, the Poles had uh, um, sorry, who scored five goals. And at the best tournament to date for, for Poland. Yeah, well, oh, they brilliant. finished third, didn't they? We have Mikhail Zakodny who writes about Polish football for our blog, and uh, he, he wrote a piece uh, heavily referencing this recently. And it's the, the, you know that that team in Poland—they're just legends. Mm. They're, they're almost like like our sort of '66 um, winning squad were. Mm. They're, they're held in such high regard, and it's understandable. You know, it's incredible. Yeah, they did, they did it excellently well, and I think you know it's probably a bit ambitious to say so, but I'm sure they're looking forward to a good show next summer as well. You know, mm. Mm. and the Euros. But it all came down to one of the greatest rivalries in world football in a memorable uh, match between Holland and West Germany in the Olympic Stadium in Munich. Now we spoke briefly about this match before in Johan Cruyff's profile, um, but uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about it now. The, it was the first competitive fixture between these two. Uh, the Dutch were favourites uh, due to their form. Um, uh, in the tournament and, and, and free scoring ability but the Germans being at home and boasting some great players themselves were, were never going to fall short really with it, with well at home as well yeah maybe. exactly and uh, th- that German backline included <laughs> Beckenbauer Breitner mm. Votes yeah. it's, it's tough to get through that and Holland you know. still scored open to scoring without the Germans touching the ball it, it's th- one crazy. of the, the most dramatic start to a World Cup final surely yeah. Um, uh, something like 13, 14 passes Then Cruyff went past uh, Bertie Votes And he brought him down in the penalty area Which was pretty much the only time in the game actually Cruyff properly got the better of Votes And Niskin scored it Niskin scored the penalty, yeah um, And it, again, it's a sign of the Germans, isn't it? Votes, most pl- defenders would have been scared To put a foot wrong for the rest of the game yeah. Thinking mm. bloody hell And the, the, the fear Thinking they've just scored and we haven't even touched the ball. Yeah, mm. but the Germans think right. Come on, yeah, boys. Well, it, it went the other way. It's just an absolute wake-up call for yeah. all of them at, at the worst possible time. Yeah. You know, like you, you, we've seen it so many times. A big team concede and they're, they're just like a wounded animal. Imagine that's Germany and it's the first <laughs> minute. Yeah. Well, I tell you what it's like, and I've watched the game before a long time ago, but it's like they scored far too early. Yeah. It reminds me. I tell you what, it reminds me of when England scored in the semi-final year in '96 mm. against West against Germany. 
uh, after about a minute. Same happens when uh, f- was it oh, was it the World Cup or the Euros when Michael Owen scored really o- early on against Brazil. Portugal? Yeah, that was the Euros. Yeah, similar, th- similar thing. Yeah. Um, Johnny Rep said uh, much later on. He said we wanted to humiliate the Germans. It wasn't something we'd thought about, but we did it. We started knocking the ball around and we forgot to score a second. You know. This is bad country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. And after 25 minutes, uh, Germany got a penalty. Big Paul Breitner stepped up, and made it one all, and then Gerd Müller scored. The, what would be the winning goal and Germany's 100th World Cup goal and the goal that before. made him the top scorer in, in uh, World Cup history yeah god yeah, they are so OCD aren't at they at the point yeah. <laughs> we should have that sort of confidence in each other's abilities yeah, they don't yeah. panic they don't sort of they just go right we, you, it's clear that we've not started the game in the yeah. best way they just know how to win yeah. Yeah. For, for, for a team like you could argue about obviously us being English who, who consistently underperform at tournaments no matter how what the status of their squad is on paper in quotes or what all the pundits are saying they consistently overachieve for what they've got oh yeah yeah why are people underestimating un- under, uh, their powers that's Absolutely. the thing though isn't yeah. it yeah yeah Especially this t- these next two tournaments. Oh, Flipping heck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Johan Cruyff, spoke about him earlier, became the first player to be given a yellow card during half-time at a World Cup <laughs> final. <laughs> as the teams are walking off, he's arguing with the referee, surprisingly. Wind ass Yeah. yeah. Um, and then in the second half, the Dutch mounted wave after wave of attacks on the West German defence, but Beckenbauer and the boys refused to be broken down and held out for the for the 2-1 win it's worth mentioning that the whole thing is on YouTube but I watched quite a bit <laughs> <laughs> the entire final yeah? the entire final it's really really good really, really well uh, put together and um, the, when the final whistle blows it was slightly unsatisfying for me because I like um, the whistle to go when either the keeper or there's a free kick being taken or somebody lumps it up the field Yeah, this one just sort of trickled out for a throw in and I thought oh it's the World Cup final <laughs> it's undermined it all for me yeah, yeah. it's ruined the whole anything, thing anything it shouldn't me. count yeah. <laughs> um, but when all was said and done the West Germans had beaten one of the greatest and most unique teams that will ever mm. be produced I mean if they were incredible that Dutch team a team weirdly still kind of kind of have more historical significance than the team that went on to win you yeah. know with, with the influence that total football had and they were 78 they repeated it got to the final got were beaten by Argentina yeah. mm. similar sort of forgetting to score kind of thing yeah. as well but look how good their team were in like 96 for example you know, their team's consistent they've always produced players yeah. Yeah, for the size of country they've got we all know they've always produced huge players it's funny because it's, like, it's almost like Brazil in 82 that's a hugely revered team in Brazil mm. and it didn't win anything but they just played beautiful football and they, and they, were, they were a joy to watch they had such, such good individuals throughout the side um, and they're revered more than the 94 side that actually yeah. won it and, and this Dutch team is a, is a, is a great classic team for all time you know mm. Mm. it's interesting as well uh, we touched on this before uh, when, when things weren't going so well for Germany they acknowledged it straight away and they sorted it out and they changed their use what, setup what 2000s and, yeah, 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 yeah. and, and it's, they know how to win to the point where it, even when they can't do it straight away they'll sow the seeds and yeah. do it later <laughs> they'll play a long game we're huge fans of German football, oh, football yeah. aren't we yeah, yeah, you've got to be really you can't, you you can't argue it. with it you can't argue and, they, and in comes the 1974 World Cup <laughs> tournament which the West Germans won Quite a lot of inductees at once. Though. Yeah, sure wow. is. Haiti are in as well now. We might have to build an extension. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Zaire free kicks in. I'm delighted with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and good. their families. Come yeah, on, yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the football ramble this week. Thank you for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com before we go though we've got to say thank you so much to uh, everybody who attended the Football Ramble drinks um, on the weekend we're in a smashing time 14,000 we were doing the end (laughs) (laughs) we did it was really really good and uh, I I just feel bad that I didn't get to speak to not even 50% of the room but 
I'm sure they're happy about they're that. They're not bad. Yeah, don't feel bad. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. That's a, I, I don't want to disrupt well, anybody. Yeah, exactly. You and I were there, so they're, yeah. they're yeah, exactly. Well, they're a great no range of people, people from Londoners to Scotsmen. A couple of boys from Ireland came yeah, over. There, were, um, th- th- there was a, a girl there, which is amazing in itself, right? Who's um, <laughs> <laughs> been listening since the first ever show. That yeah. predates both me and Pete. Yeah. <laughs> We, we're not even that committed. Resp- <laughs> she's called Helen, and I respect her more than I respect you two for that exact fact. Yeah. Marvellous. Righto. Uh, Jimbo, what's happening over at the website? Oh, l- pixels, all <laughs> kinds of stuff. Um, <laughs> this week, Yeah. <laughs> this week on the blog, we've got suggestions for how to remove Set Blatter from his post, which is from myself. Uh, Dermot Corrigan on Raul Betis and their slump, as well as Mikko Zakodny in the Polish version of the managerial merry-go-round, and as well as the Hall of Fame, which has now got the World Cup 74 in it. Uh, pick live previews, the shop and the forum. Oh, get over it. There's all kinds of stuff up our internet. How many times do you want to be told how brilliant the website is? Get on. Yeah. Yeah. And you've also got to plug your Edinburgh preview show. Yes, I do. It's on the 7th of December. Uh, it's at the Queen's Head, which is on Denman Street uh, near Piccadilly Circus in London. So it's if you say, I am Zlatan on the door, uh, that'll get you in for free. So come down. It'll be me for an hour. And also Tanya Edwards and Danny Ward, who are bloody great. So, yeah. Let's put some details up on the forum or something, Jim. Yes. Yeah. yes. Imagine if Zlatan actually turned up. Because that's what he would say naturally when he entered yeah. anywhere, mm. anyway. Yeah. I think it's well, I hope that happens. Yeah. He'd get in for free then, wouldn't he? Yeah. He would definitely heckle. <laughs> yeah. No, he would do indeed. Right, that is the, the end of it. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me in what's been a sad week for football. We've been the Football Ramble. And Kamara, what a smashing game he's had, Chris Kamara. Gives Gary Speed a run. Away goes Speed. He's got a start on them all this time. Go on, Gary Speed. Get one yourself, son. And what a great goal. And Gary Speed's really wrapped things up.